Sir, you look like you got a lot going on. And man, I understand. But you don't know how to get it off your chest. You don't know how to talk about it. You probably need somebody to guide you through it. So I tell you what, I'll go ahead and be first. I'll tell you some of my experiences and what I've walked through and what I've learned. And maybe you can connect with me and you'll get something out of it. So we're going to sit down and chop it up in this talk show called Man, I Understand. Redirection Direct Media Productions. Hey everybody, it's Patrick Thompson, your host to Man I Understand. And you know, let's let's talk about something that us men tend to like to do or like to have, and it's a man cave. Now, I gave you a journey. In our last episode, which was intro to me, two-time divorcee, I gave you a journey through my walk of divorce and then as a parent uh, during that time. And I started developing some habits after I started the divorce process and that I had this room. I called it, you know, in this nice new house, I called it my Shangri-La um, but it was, you know, with the girls, my kids, it was kind of a joke. You can't come in here unless you have a ticket. And, you know, I perpetuated that after my wife left the house. And that probably wasn't the wrong thing, the right thing. As a matter of fact, it was the right man cave at the wrong time. Because now I was shutting myself off. So that is what the title of this is today is the right man cave at the wrong time. But before I get into the rest of my content for today, I just want to remind you of our sponsors. Well, first, we have Simply Delish Catering. If you need you some meals, man, because you just don't have time to cook or don't know how to cook, go ahead and give her a call. Uh, also, if you need to get your back fixed, that's going to be Dr. David Paxton of Paxton Chiropractor in South Tulsa. Be able to help you out. Now, let's keep it popping. And also remember, I have to say the disclaimer, I am not a sociologist, physiologist, doctorologist of any sort or kind. I'm basically giving you my situation from my perspective and, you know. Take it or leave it. So let me see. Where How do I trace this thing down? Well, I went through the, the falling or the collapse of my, my marriage. And at that time, for just for a little while, my, my oldest daughter was with me. And then she ended up going back to college, which was out of state. And it just so happened that my, my ex moved back to her home state, which is where my daughter chose to go to college, which is fine. It worked out because now there's parental coverage for my oldest daughter there at college, which is great. But then I still had my youngest daughter with me in this, what I consider gigantic house. And it was just the two of us, just the two of us. Just kidding. I won't do that again. I'm sorry, y'all. 
but we were still in this house alone and you know she still had to go to school because co-parenting with my my ex-wife we decided it was best that she stayed uh, with me because she had gotten used to school where we were living you know my my oldest daughter she experienced the school in both in two different states so she wanted to go back to the state and it just worked out my youngest daughter was like, I don't know this other state. I'm, she wasn't even walking barely when we left. So and came to where where we landed. So it was just me and my daughter in this what I would consider. Not really a mansion, but it was a large house. Yeah, I had to check my my speaker sound there to make sure I had some sound going. Sorry about that, y'all. So anyway, I had gotten to a point where I didn't necessarily have to go into the job every day. So that that was good. I could, you know, come in maybe once or twice a week and then uh, work from home the rest of the time. So I would be there when my daughter would go to school, uh, sometimes when I was walking, working from home. And then when she got home from school which was which was pretty cool. I didn't know that was going to rhyme. It just did. The problem is when my daughter would leave for school, it would be like, a, hi, okay, hey, have a good day at school, love you. And then when she would come home from school, it would be like, hey, how you doing? And I'd go back to work. And I recall during that time, well, let me rephrase that. Looking back, it was a really sad time. You know, seeing my daughter just, you know, by herself, you know, going to school because she was a teenager. She didn't really need my help. I'm going to take these headphones off because they're messing with me. But she didn't really need me to, to live. But she would go to school on her own and then come home on her own. And after she rode the bus and and then I would, you know, when she walked through the house, walk into the door and say, hey, how you doing? She had her little headphones on and she was walking. I'd see her and it was cool to see her. But then it was really sad because when she got home, I would just basically go back to work or what whatever I was doing. And, you know, just be reclusive, um, not really engaging. Now, sure, I would take her to her sporting events and do things like that, uh, you know, take her to doctors and uh, appointments. But. And I'm still kind of maintaining that same husband role, dad role with no real changes. And that's not what she needed. I was staying to myself more than uh, I should have been. And it was really sad to see her looking back at how she was just kind of alone. But she may say um, she was not necessarily, you know, depressed. However, she I don't know. She may have been probably needed some help, but it was alone. She had her room upstairs and I had mine downstairs even. And, and so when my oldest daughter wasn't there, um, I had started establishing going to my Shangri-La uh, at the end of the day, uh, whether that be as soon as I got off work or, you know, after we got done running errands or if I got done with dinner. And oftentimes we would eat at different times. She would eat later than I would eat. Who does that? Right. That's bad. It was just the two of us. We should have been eating together. Now, sometimes we would sit down and eat, but for the most part, it was just whenever. And then um, at the end of the day, if I didn't fall asleep on the couch, I'd go to my room and just close the door. I had a great, great space in that house. It was just great. I had a big master bedroom, bathroom, closet. 
and my closet became my biggest place where I would go when I wanted to really kind of lock down where I couldn't sleep because uh, I was all just twisted by what was going on. I would just get in that closet and close the door uh, and then have the door to the to the room locked off, closed off. So it, it perpetuated this place where everybody was separated. And when my oldest daughter would come back to visit, same thing. They were upstairs and, you know, they had the upstairs part of the house. And my my youngest daughter and oldest daughter, you know, they'd be one door away from each other, but they'd have the door closes closed. Whose fault was that? It was mine because that's what I perpetuated. I, I put that in motion. You know, we all going to have our own place and that's fine. And I thought I was doing all right. But it wasn't until a little bit later on that I discovered, no, nah, that's 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 not right. That's not right. So somewhere along the line. I figured because I have a, had another room upstairs that was just, it was like almost like a master upstairs that, hey, I could bring my mom to come live with me. And because she was up there where she was living and uh, was by herself, my dad had passed a couple years ago, a couple years before that. And so I thought it'd be great to have her come live with us. You know, grandma there with the girls. And even though she didn't really know them, uh, let's do that. And so I, you know, hustled up, made a kind of a split decision. I mean, it took me a couple of months of preparation and preparing and planning, but it really wasn't thought out that well. And it wasn't until, well, I mean, my mom was telling me, but it wasn't until later that I started to figure out or she started, I started to really hear her that things were a mess. And so I went, go, got my mom, brought her back to my house after, you know, moving her states from cross country to my house and the way she termed the environment was it was hostile. That's what she called it. Hostile environment. Now, was, were we fighting and stuff? No, we just weren't communicating. Now, my mom comes from a different time and a different place. She's used to things uh, being a little bit different. But, you know, people speak when they come in the room, when they see you. And, you know, I hadn't perpetuated that at all. You know, I wasn't connected at all. But before I go into that any further, let it's time to pay some bills. So let me talk to you about or we gonna see a little quick clip about my um, one of my sponsors, Simply Delish. <laughs> 